2: Well, it is the last day of the World Grand Prix daily, but uh, what a night of darts yet again. Welcome along to the final World Grand Prix daily of the 2020 tournament, the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. We have got a finalist, uh, we've got a final uh, lineup, which is going to be Dirk Van Dybbenboda against Gerwin Price. And if anybody called that at the start of the week, you're lying to yourselves. Uh, Jala in Jack Gobby Garwood, and Phil Bars alongside you to talk through um, a a dramatic night of darts. Gentlemen, good evening. Uh, Phil, we'll start with you inside the bubble in Coventry. Um, One game comfortable, the other game a classic, but not the way that we were probably expecting.
0: No, not at all. Um, Just a damn good night of darts. We had a little bit of dark, dark arts. We had some missed doubles. We had some unbelievable finishes. Just what we like.
2: Absolutely mental, all the way across the board. Uh, Gob, a very warm welcome to you as well. Good job on the live blog today, my friends. Um, Again, we will talk about this more in detail shortly in a second, but a finalist lineup that no one expected at all, and I bloody love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I've made some absolutely horrific predictions this week, but not even
2: I got anywhere near to this. (laughs) (laughs) No one did. No Um, one did.
1: Yeah, just just completely out of nowhere for one half, the other one quality when he needed to be, but survived by the skin of his teeth in the end.
0: Yes, Are you willing I'm, to admit it yet, though, Gob? Nope. <laughs> well, we will come on to him
2: and we will talk about him now. <laughs> I've right, literally,
1: Price. while I've been on the live blog, been having the same argument with my group of friends all night. They're trying to tell me and Price is the best Welsh darts player to ever lived, and they're wrong.
0: And he is. He's oh, not. Yeah, I,
1: I think there's a huge argument
0: to say he is. I think there's a huge argument to say he is. Massive argument. Huge argument. He's won
1: two Grand Slams and a World Series final. Robert Thornton has a more impressive Major List win. Robert Thornton. There are three former Welsh World Champions. Yeah, but... I don't care, BDO. I don't care, whatever. No, he hasn't done enough
0: at this level. It, it's in context, without being horrible. He's producing levels that... And I love Webby to bits, but Gezi's produced levels that Webby has never produced.
2: Absolutely. Games at different this now. moment Yeah, but at this moment... Yeah, it's time, better. God, at this moment in time, there is nobody better at the moment on Planet Darts than Gavin Price. And... Even, even me, who predicted that Chisnall would make the final, I was sitting very smugly towards the back end of that game, thinking I predicted the final on this podcast tomorrow, last night. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't quite go the way of it. But I, I think the whole thing there for Chisnall is the fact that if Chisnall hadn't actually been able to you know, lose, and, and lose the game 3-1, you know, and be losing 3-1, he might have actually come through and won that game. It just <laughs> fell apart, <laughs> didn't it? Like what? what? He's actually it. fuming at this.
1: She's not one in legs. He actually won more legs tonight.
2: I just can't believe it. That's the beauty of set play.
0: Disgusting. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you do realise that when he wins tomorrow, your boy is no longer world number two, gob. Yep. Yeah. officially. Yeah, the rankings. The rankings are there for a reason, as you keep sat Telling us, and Peter White will be number three. Yep. Then <laughs> you will still be
1: world champion, and that's far more impressive.
2: Next. Right, right. Let's talk about this game very, very quickly before we actually uh, get um, before we get onto a bit more discussion about the final or all, all the sort of stuff. Because I've got a bit of a bold prediction to come with it, but we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, PB. Price goes three-one up. You're thinking, right? Comfortable evening. We're going to be done here by ten o'clock. And Chisnell, once again finding somewhere, um, finding a way to get back into this contest. And I honestly thought that when he hit the one eighty in the final leg at three-all, at uh, uh, two-all, hit the one eighty and set it up beautifully with a one-three-eight. I thought Price has done it.
0: Uh, yeah, under the normal circumstances. But look at Dave Chisnell's resume. In big games, he misses doubles. And I don't mean that horribly because Chiz is a great player. But the history says when you go through Chis's big games, he misses doubles.
1: To be fair to him, he didn't tonight. I felt like in the moments that mattered, his scoring dropped. Like he had those loose darts then. Uh, I don't think his doubles were that poor tonight until he got to that ultimately winning line. His double yeah. percentage was better getting in and checking out than going in price, and he won more legs. Just
0: poor but, at the, but at the key moment, he bombed.
2: I, am with you. I think. I think he's got. He's got one hell of a chance here, though. And for Chisnall, Chisnall has got one hell of a chance in order to uh, to get into a major final where he's not playing MBG or Taylor for the first time, and he didn't take it. And you can't expect to keep coming back like Lazarus from 3-1 down goal.
1: No, you can't. I don't think
0: that would have been part of the plan, to be fair, but he nearly no, well, pulled it off. Let, let, let's be honest, right? When he was going for double nine and the first one missed, did we think Dart 2 was going? No. I Because I, I thought it's either going to go first star or it's not going at all. Totally agree with you.
1: I am slightly surprised he didn't switch.
0: Or split. Well, chance we we spoke to him afterwards just being around and he said he almost went 10 double, 4 why would you go 10 4 why would you just go 1 to 8 oh sorry 2 because for, I'm guessing, two, for eight, 2 for 8 I'm guessing cuz double 4 is right next to double 18
2: yeah i guess but it was just a bit i i i would have probably gone if i'm if i'm chiseling at this moment in time i want to give myself as many chances at a double as i can pb to be brutally honest, I'm, I'm thinking you've got to go inside. You've got to go and split two for eight. Surely at that point, because even if you go inside on eight, you've still got a shot at double four.
0: Yeah, but yes, yeah, but it's the same the other way. And if you go inside fours, you've still got a double two.
2: Yeah, I suppose. But gob, big week for him because he's now getting closer to uh, to to, uh, to Gary Anderson uh, three, three, uh, three seven nine seven five Now he's only eight grand behind Gary Anderson, so that's a big step for Chisnall and he's getting closer towards that top eight once again. It's a big week for him, but he will be gutted that he that would have been his best chance at a major because he wouldn't have been playing Michael Van Gerwen or Phil Taylor.
1: Yeah, massive. You feel sorry for him, and whilst nobody deserves a major in sport, you get what you make yourself. He's been incredibly unfortunate in, in the runs that he's had, and he's never quite gotten over that line, and this would have been the perfect opportunity. But... He's building again. He's on the rise. Had a great weekend last weekend before this event too. Um, And yeah, let's be fair. Like I said already, he's won more legs tonight. His double percentage was better in checking in and checking out. Like He played very well tonight. He did not play
2: badly. He just
1: didn't have it at the right time with four legs.
2: Word on price though, PV. Probably he's, you know, he's obviously won two grand slams. Now it's an opportunity to go and win one of the really big tournaments from one of the real majors.
0: <laughs> ah, two Grand Slams, a World Series, and tomorrow he will be crowned the World Grand Prix champion. And he is the best player on planet darts right now. End He's of debate. The- <laughs>
2: I won't even allow Gob to respond to that because we'll be here for another 20 <laughs> minutes. But let's hear from Gerwin Price now. You may have heard a little bit of it beforehand uh, while PB was editing it for us here on the pod. Let's hear from it now. Gerwin Price talking to Phil
0: after his win. Gazzy, huge congratulations. We may not be in Dublin, but Irish eyes were smiling on you in that last leg. We saw what it meant to you. Just try and sum up how you're feeling for us.
3: Yeah, I think my reaction after that double 12 goes in after a lucky double 16. I think if I hit Big 16, I'd probably miss tops and then give him another chance. But yeah, my reaction probably tells exactly how I feel.
0: I was going to say, was that the happiest miss you've ever had? <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't think so. Because I'm. I'm okay. I, even starting on legs, people say, oh, well, why don't you start double 12? But you sort of give him points away, and I'm pretty good on double top. I thought I was quite steady today, just a couple of legs let me down. But yeah, I mean, double 16, double 12, he's got to be sick without him, but I'm happy.
0: Just the way the game was going, three went up, and then all of a sudden you're back to three. Or you thinking, oh no, he's doing it again.
3: Yeah, I felt that all the way through the game, from from the word go, because he was popping one thirties out, last starts, and you know double sevens after what he. I think he was on eighty six. He went eighteen, double eighteen, double double sixteen. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's just one of those days. But I think that's part and parcel why I let him get back to three old, because I was thinking in that manner and. You know, I should be experienced enough just to not think in that way and just to deal with the circumstances and just get the job done. But, you know, I'm still a novice at this and I'm still learning, so I'll learn from today and, you know, hopefully I can play a little bit better tomorrow and pick up that trophy.
0: At the end, you weren't that emotional when you'd won some of your recent titles. What was it that set that reaction off?
3: It was just, I, I thought it was gone. I thought, I'm out. You know, I, I'd bombed this opportunity and then I had another chance and... Yeah, you know, I don't that feeling of that double going in. It could have been first round, second round, doesn't really matter. It's just when you feel like you're out of the tournament and then you're back in and you've got a chance to win it.
0: Yeah.
3: I just felt over the moon and just you know, relieved really.
0: Do you think you've matured as a player? Because you've openly said that this is something that you've struggled at getting your head round the double in start. But this year you've been comfortable and you've played some amazing stuff. Do you think you've matured to their level to compete at the Dublin start now.
3: Yeah, obviously I've played in this tournament numerous times, I'm, I'm more experienced, I know what it's like to lose, but I also know what it's like to win. I'm not, I'm not scared of winning, I'm not scared of it in the final double. I think I'm just scared of it in the first one.
0: <laughs> obviously tomorrow, Dirk van Dijvenbode, it's probably not a final that many people were tipping, obviously you were one of the hot favourites, but Dirk wasn't, do you still approach it in the same manner as if you were playing Michael?
3: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter who I'm playing, if I don't play well, then I don't win. So I need to go out and perform. Just concentrate on my own game. Yeah, I'm probably going to be favourite to win this game. But like I said, if, if I don't it doubles to start and I don't score in between and finish off games, then it's going to be a long night and it could go anyway.
0: If you do win it, do you think you'll start as favourite for the the Grand Slam? Because I know you were you were a bit disappointed that you weren't favourite the form you no, were in. I,
3: I'm a, I was only joking about <laughs> this one, but you know, uh, Michael's he's a, obviously he's numerous. World champion. Was he three times world champion? Probably still the best player in the world, he thinks. But... Oh,
0: sorry, that's debatable
3: at the moment, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm playing well, but yeah, we'll see.
2: I don't know.
0: Gessie, pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> Second semi-final then, uh, gentlemen. And this was the semi-final that I thought would have more drama in it, and it didn't. Um, Dirk van Dijvenbode, another comfortable win. And he's made a World Grand Prix final on debut. And if you'd have told me that Derek van Dijvenbode would make the World Grand Prix final, Gob, after that absolute dross against Mencil Sudovic, I would have laughed you out of the building.
1: I said that about the last three rounds, let alone the bloody yeah. final. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely. Not. Um, but he's been superb ever since that first round. and. A, a win's a win. You'll take it, no matter how scrappy it is, to get yourself into a tournament, especially on debut. But after that, he has been superb. Yeah. he's he scored like an absolute train tonight. His getting in has been solid. His finishing has been solid. He hasn't really looked under it. And every time an opponent's kicked on and, and put pressure on him, he's responded. He's been
2: superb. Agreed. Um, although, uh, PB... Some interesting tactics at, but on the hockey by the Wizard.
0: It was like a reincarnated Peter Manley.
2: No, no. It was like the Dark Arts had just walked back into the room. Simon Whitlock going is on. a Death Eater.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at uh, uh, one though? point, uh, one point going I on the Dirk, just at the back of the hockey just to give it a Expelliarmus. <laughs> <laughs> or an Expecto Patronum, as you're tweeting <laughs>
2: What was going on there, though, gents? Who wants to come in on wow. that one? Because that was garbage.
0: Yeah, look, he didn't play with the intensity, the pace that you played with last night. You can see it there. We're not making it up. Anyone that hasn't seen it, go back and watch it. Was he trying to slow Dirk down? Yes, 100%. Has he crossed the line? Mm. Debatable, because, mm. I'd, look, it, it he's close. I don't think he has, because, look, you're entitled to do it to a degree he got close to the line but I don't think he went over it but it cost him ultimately because he wasn't at the same level he was last night
1: I don't think he was at the same level before that and he didn't really have a choice to be fair I said similar
0: about Dimitri and Gary Anderson
1: in the World Final i got a bit of stick for it and I'm going to say the same now you do that when you know you're not good enough to beat your opponent outright in that moment and in that moment Simon Whitlock was not playing anywhere near enough well enough to put pressure on Dirk Van and Boda and he was gonna lose the match no matter what, if it carried on the way that it started. He had to do something, it won him a set, he changed back to the old ways and he lost the rest of the match again. All right, it did upset his rhythm, but it did upset Dirk that Obviously. little bit more. And to be fair, normally you expect that from a lower ranked player. I don't expect that from somebody of Simon's quality and his experience to have to resort to that because he's been around for so long, he's played in so many different situations, especially with the T V breaks. There you chance to go and get yourself fired back up and and get yourself back into a game. Like I've, Ultimately, no matter who does it, I've got no time for that.
2: However, though, I don't think he actually changed his his, of, his M.O. really after the second set. I thought he again tried to slow the game down a bit. And then when Dirk finally cottoned onto it in the third set, he tried to change back and he couldn't do it. Couldn't get back to the same intensity. I
1: don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I just know that... It's a a last resort, and therefore Simon just kind of been feeling that great going into the game. And ultimately, he wasn't good enough in the game.
0: I kind of disagree it's a last resort, because we've seen... It's it's happened in darks for years, is the thing. Not to that extent. The the difference is, like, you've
1: seen people slow down a little bit and, and try and regain composure and that sort of thing, but you've never really seen somebody slow down... From the free-flowing, rhythmic player that Simon was last night to one dart out the board at a time, dawdling up and down the hockey. I almost think that where well, you said he didn't really cross the line, that was a bit
0: that we, was very we really close.
1: That's
0: what I said. He was close, but but you said it as you've never I seen think him that he bad. He stood we, on the line. Should we revert back to the um Grand Slam of two thousand and eighteen, or are we not going there?
2: <laughs> what it was that that was not that was nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm. Um, No, I'm I'm coming here to defence again, Price. That was nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, yeah, gave it a bit of a big in, yeah, but Ando pushed into him and got a a far less fine. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. I didn't say the final.
2: Oh, Whitlock. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair (laughs) point. Excuse me. Sorry, I thought you were talking about uh, Price then for a second. No, Price against Whitlock wasn't (laughs) great. (laughs) <laughs> no. Um, work, quick word though on Van Domeberg before we go and hear from him. Um, he's now in the Grand Slam and potentially, Gob, he's one win away from being in the Premier League. What it's is going on?
1: It's not happening. No matter how much we want him to save us from it, he's not going to win it, is he? He's going to get close and Gezi's going to go do something ridiculous at the last minute and save his ass. Like, stop getting carried away by it Dirk's been fantastic but this is what Gezi does well just infuriates me
2: (laughs) well let's hear from (laughs) Dirk van Dijvenbode first and then we will come on to final predictions here is Dirk van Dijvenbode chatting with our own Phil Bars after his 4-1 defeat of Simon Whitlock to see him into his maiden PDC TV final
0: Dirk huge congratulations you're into the Ball Sports World Grand Prix final a demolition job 4-1 over Simon Whitlock just sum up how
4: you're feeling for us happy
0: only happy there must be some more emotion
4: in there than that yeah I thought I shouldn't have lost the second set but um, I was happy to to win it at the end because I thought I would be way more nervous than I was at the end and when the last leg started I was like I thought you played well Dirk but you haven't started with the 152 and then I told myself oh we're stopped 152 now and I went double 16 Now I went like smiling yeah yeah you're doing it now and I went 152 and he answered it back good I was like then we do 180 and we did it in 180 I was like yeah here it is I was so happy like yeah we're getting it
0: were you frustrated that Simon was trying tactics up there trying to knock you out of the rhythm and slow you up massively
4: no not frustrated it was like you only do that if you're scared of your opponent. and I was like uh, I might not be playing my best game, but he started playing worse when he when he did what he did and I was like, step in, play a normal game. You're used to this because I don't mind if players are slow, but as long as I know what they're doing, I step back, uh, capture myself, go in, and it took me a set to do that because I think in second set I lost the it, I lost the second set because. He did what he did, but I was like, yeah, it's part of the game. And I was like, yeah, I capture myself and I'll, I'll get you now because you're scared. Because against Michael, he was thinking after playing a proper game and against me, he probably thought if I get him out of his game, I'll win. And it didn't happen.
0: Did it surprise you that he did it when you first saw him? Yeah,
4: massively. I played him, I played him four times and I beat him three times and the only time I lost... Was because I've well, as far as my memories go, I think I lost because I missed doubles, or I could have won. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm he's scared," and I didn't understand why he was scared because he beat the number one in the world with 100 average in the first three legs in a massive game, and I thought, "Like, how can you be scared of me? Because I didn't even come close to 100 average, and you win twice in three games." But when he did, it I was like, yeah, I'll take advantage of it because I'll take the positive out of you taking, trying to take me out of my, trying, taking me out of my game.
0: The positives, obviously, are you're now in the final of a major TV tournament, but also you're in the Grand Slam of Darts as well. That must feel good, knowing that you're going to another big tournament as well.
4: Well, it depends on how you look at it. If you like Coventry, yeah, you're good. I'm <laughs> no, 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 joking. Yeah, of course. It's uh, I thought about it and was like, if I win now, I'm in a Grand Slam as well. And I was like, don't think about it. <laughs> because th- that's a massive achievement to make the Grand Slam, because you're only in there if you make finals. And I was like, I've always been in the, in the qual- qualifiers of the Grand Slam. I came close once or twice, but I never got it. And I was like, yeah, if you win now, you don't have to play the qualifiers. So, Well, I'm delighted I don't have to play the qualifiers now.
0: Looking at the final, it's either going to be Dave Chisnell or Gary Price. Last night, you said you'd rather have played Simon than Michael. Any preference? And do you believe you can go on and now win this tournament?
4: Um, always said I'm, I'm not thinking about winning the tournament. But if I win my next game, I will win it. Um, well, I've never beaten... Given Prize, but I, didn't have, I I'd never beat Manchester United, I never beat Gary Anderson. And against Demi, my record was not good as well. So, yeah, we'll see.
0: That pleasure as always, and congratulations. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much.
2: Cheers, man. So it comes to that point of the podcast, gentlemen, and the week as a whole, where we have to discuss now who is going to win this title. And this is the point where I'm going to throw a bold prediction out a little bit later on, I'm sure. But I'll wait for you two to first tell me your score predictions. I'm assuming that one of you, that both of you are going for going price to win the final. Phil Bars? Uh,
0: Yeah, correct. The fairy tale comes to an end tomorrow. Score? Uh, 5 2. Gob.
1: I agree, 5 3, and Gezi will win it something stupid like missing six darts to get in, then firing at a 160 and something else stupid in the leg. And yeah, it's
2: just going to happen like that, isn't it? So, if it's your time, it's your time. Is what we said about Dimitri Vandenberg against Gary Anderson. Dirk van Dijvenbode started the year unbelievably, made a European Tour semi-final where he was knocked out by the man who he plays in the final tomorrow. And for me, this is a huge game for Dirk because if he were to win this game tomorrow not only would he be in the Premier League, not only would he be the World Grand Prix champion at his first attempt, not and, and all the other stuff that would come alongside it, it would announce him back as a player who, let's be honest about it, for a couple of years on the Pro Tour beforehand, before he lost his tour card and then regained it again, wasn't great. I, you know, I, I don't wish to be disrespectful, but, you know, it's a, it's a fair point, is it not?
0: Yeah, it is. But the only thing I'll say, like you say, it's your time as we said in the build-up to the final, that going into it, me and God both thought Dimitri was favourite. Looking at all the stats, he'd been better than Gary through the world match play. However, this time, we can't make that case. Eri- G- G- has but been I better can. Than...
2: No. But I can, because Price, right, this is the first time that he was taken to a final, he was taken to a final set. And... He, you, you thought that you thought for a second there that Ted Chissel was winning that match especially when he went one up in the final set and had three darts to win it and if, if Chiz was in this final I would have no danger in calling Chizzy the the, 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 the the winner tomorrow but there's just something about the way that Van Dijvenboehner has got through the, the dross at the start and he's just improved and improved and improved he took about Gary Anderson he took apart Simon Whitlock. He doesn't take apart in Price. Go on, sod it. He wins 5-3 and he becomes the 2020 Boil Sports World Grand Prix champion.
1: Nice dream, <laughs> mate, but it ain't going to happen.
2: I really believe it will.
1: No. I really believe but it hard, will. I'd love it to. I'd be the happiest man on planet. Uh, <laughs> planet dart, planet every planet in the solar system but it ain't happening
2: i reckon it is i honestly believe that tomorrow we will have a new major champion on the pdc circuit and it will be Dirk van dieven tv title thank you he's a mate, hashtag what's a major this is definitely a major i, I just can't as much as I want, as much as I can see Gezi obviously just battering off the board and I understand that there's just something about the way that dirk has played this week to make me believe that if it's your time it's your time and I and I really genuinely believe that the orberg genius himself the Genius machine will become the champion admittedly I'm sure on our next live lounge whatever that may be I will be proven completely wrong however it's always nice to dream isn't it (laughs) the pair of you the pair of your stunned (laughs) silence uh, tells me everything that I need to know
1: (laughs) it's just not happening mate I'm sorry Uh, that's it my optimism is gone
0: Phil it's just done yeah no I just think that there's levels in this sport and Gezi has levels above Dirk van Dijvenbode and we'll see that tomorrow Look, well, I could, be, I could be completely wrong, but I just don't see it happening. Well, we are looking forward
2: to it, I'm sure. Tomorrow, Monday, the 12th of October, 8 o'clock. It is a big, big game. Either Gerwin Price becomes the world number two, or Dirk van Dijvenbode surely gets a place in the Premier League as World Grand Prix champion. Who will it be to lift the 2020 Polar Sports World Grand Prix? Find out with us. We will be live 7.45 with the live blog. Don't forget as well that we will also be uh, having our preview throughout the afternoon. We'll put uh, publish, in fact, I was trying to say there, uh, our preview for the final early on during the day. And we will then have reaction from the winner live and direct from Milton Keynes with Phil Bars on YouTube and then we will be reacting to it all on a live lounge at some stage. Who knows at this moment in time? We will discuss that later and we will push that out uh, on socials when we know ourselves. But that has been it for the World Grand Prix Daily. Jack Cobby-Garwood, Phil Bars, thank you so much for joining us uh, throughout the many late nights that we've had uh, covering this magnificent tournament. Who will it be tomorrow? Will in Price win his first ever set play title or will it be Dirk van Boda? Cre- and creating the fairy tale and completing that fairy tale with a win in the Boar Sports World Grand Prix Final. Join us tomorrow 7.45 onlinedarts.com to find out. Make sure of course you're following Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Online Darts and in YouTube Online Darts TV to get reaction from the winner and hopefully the runner up as well in Coventry. From us all, thanks for listening throughout the week. Take care and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.